Hi, everybody. It's a Friday, August 27. I decided I was, um, it was about time I talked about some part of my life that I've put up before, but maybe I should put a voice to it and we'll always, um, be thankful for platforms like Anchor and things like podcasts that have, um, illuminated our voices over things that we've kept in our hearts for quite a period of time. Well, today I'm talking about my adopted brother and everything around him. It's important that this is put out because um, sometimes history will take notes, but it's, it's also a very good practice if We talk about these things. We don't know how many lives may or will be touched in the course of uh, this conversation. So I'm going to talk about him. And this goes back to 1997. It was sometime uh, I had just come out of high school, secondary school in Africa, Nigeria. And I'm the last child of six kids. We have, uh, I, had th- I have three brothers and two sisters, but there was something. I had a neighbor, we had a neighbor. She, they, they used to work for UNESCO and they resided in France. And in the course of her, um, she wanted to, she was so much into um, helping people find fulfillment in having kids, either naturally or an option by 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 adoption and she had sisters and relatives who who had never had kids all their lives and then she started she wrote a book about how women can conceive and then furthermore she she started looking for homes where people were willing to give up their kids or something or people were willing taking babies of uh, of girls who had abandoned their kids you know in very obscure places so this 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 is the role and then she had she my neighbors also had six kids but they had five girls and a boy now that boy was the only boy but i don't know where and what part of their lives why they needed to add on another boy maybe they felt the their own um um son was not not like he wasn't enough they just thought he needed company so they reached out and this is what happened the reason why my neighbor in the first instance was even craving a boy child because their only brother died in a car crash after NYSE, something like a youth program that happens in Nigeria when you're done with secondary um, a university, you have to serve a one year compulsory time to serve the country. So it was in the course of her losing her brother that she had this hunger for always having a, a male son to replace her brother uh, because her mom, they had nobody else but sisters. So this is what happened. So she had to go pick up. She found an, a baby that had been abandoned, of course. And then his name, his name is, this is not his real name. Let me call him Matthew, but it's not his real name. And then she brought Matthew in so that he could be the boy to replace her brother. Her mom was well still alive and her dad, but they just wanted a son. So she did this. 
and it was so nice to see so nice to see how much love they had transferred to a baby and like oh this was now going to be like our brother like our, our her mother's son so in the course of this it sparked something in the heart of my parents who were next door neighbors and they were there was this love for oh maybe we can always take in a child and care for the child and you know and all of that stuff so somewhat down the line it came up that there was a baby that the mom had abandoned in an incubator in some hospital somewhere in Lagos and then when she told my mom my mom was like oh oh really that you mean there's something like this and then she was like yeah do you want us to go check up to see if the baby if the mom has come back to picking because the hospital was getting tired that a baby had been left in the incubator for some time and when the baby was left in the incubator and there was nobody coming the government was is not going to take in the child the hospital is not going to absorb the child either as their child so my mom was like okay i think i'm going to take a nudge at this so my mom and her they visited the hospital they saw the baby and when she came back home, she said to me that, do you want us to have another, do you want a brother, do you want a baby? And I was like, oh, that makes sense, you know, it adds value. And then uh, it was exciting. So my mom called up my dad, who used to live outside of the town because he was working in the federal capital in Abuja. And then he said, oh, I think it's not a bad idea. Well, maybe, maybe this one will be the one named after me. This will be the child that, you, you know, something like that. So my mom got ready and then she went out and we prepared things in the house like a new baby was coming. And it was exciting because, um, you know, we were getting a new baby. So guess what? On the very good day, my mom got ready with my neighbor and then they went out to go get the the baby. Let's say his name is... Uh, Andrew. I don't want to put his real name. So when she went, he was still there. And then she took everything about the baby, everything. And then she brought him home. Oh, it was such a delight. We were also happy. We are also excited. It was something, you know, it was unimaginable. Like, oh my God, we're going to care for somebody. We're going to care for a new baby. And trust me, I was already out of high school. So it was like, Wow. Is this, am I going to have an appendix? Like, I now have a junior brother and stuff. And guess what? It was time for me to go to university and stuff. But something happened. My mom said to me, was I going to leave her alone with this baby? Well, like, can we now put our eyes hands together and, you know, care for him and stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah. So I put my education on hold for a year just to care for him and I'll never ever regret it because I think that was a phenomenal part of my life and how much I took on humanity and how much to love people you know but something happened in between when we when my mom tried to give him a shower a bath a baby bath she didn't realize that a part of the incubator had shrunken a part of the leg wow like really was this what we were going to contend with so guess what my mom put everything together she put 
his coals together, put everything together, and then she returned him to the orphanage, to the hospital. I said, no, this baby is not a complete baby. Something's gone wrong, you know, and, you know, it was a long story. And we, when she came back home, when she got back home, and we said to her, where's the baby? And then she said, oh, no, I went to drop him. I can't cope. I think he's not meant to be with us. He has some, you know, one or two, um, you know, challenges. And we cried. We cried. We cried. We, we cried like kids. All of us cried. And then we said to her mom, maybe you are the only one who's going to help him out of trouble out of everything in his life maybe this is the only place he'll ever find survival please can you go back and bring him and it was a hard one for my parents but we put lots of pressure and then when we put lots of pressure they gave in some bright friday morning or something my mom picked uh went with the driver or somebody and then they went to get him back home and it's um it's lovely to talk about this first part what i think i'm going to do is i'm going to break down his story in series maybe to just uh, be around trying to capture his growing up and everything and maybe i'll run three series or four on him and how much no matter what you think is about somebody being relative to you it could be anybody it mustn't be blood but you can have brothers and sisters across the world without necessarily them coming from the same womb so i think i have done the needful i will stop for today And thank you so much for listening. I don't know how many people hear this across the world, but I hope this story touches somebody's life or many people's lives. And like I said, I'll come back on a series on this about two more parts. Some two parts that, you know, um, just to bring to context how much you have to endure to love uh, no matter the circumstances. So I'm signing out right now. Thank you so much for listening. It's still your homegirl, Sugar Shy. And I wish you the very best today and in all of your endeavors. Thank you.